uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to Out Loud. With all the breaking news last week of the Plantronics deal to buy Polycom, we thought it was the perfect opportunity for a news roundup. And I am joined by founder of UC Today, Rob Scott, to review the first part of 2018, including all the news, events, and we speculate a bit on what might be hitting the headlines in the coming months. Have a listen. Good morning, Rob. Are you well? I'm very good, thanks, Patrick. Yes. I'm not too bad, thanks, Rob. So the reason we're here is to do a roundup of the news and general themes of the last couple of months. It's two months since we did the last Out Loud, the first Out Loud podcast, and since then it's been incredibly busy. There has been a lot going on. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a busy few months uh, this year already in 2018. So let's talk about some of the uh, most recent updates. Yeah, it's certainly been a bit of a baptism of fire for me. I didn't realise it would be quite so busy. I thought I'd be doing a bit more resting, but it's been absolutely all hands to the pump. And yesterday there was major breaking news as it was revealed that Palantronics have agreed a deal to buy Polycom for I think it's $2 billion. So I wanted your opinion on that and the potential implication. Yeah, so the, the Polycom deal for Palantronics, is it, yeah, it was hot on the heels of actually Polycom acquiring a company called Obihi, who do uh, ATA adapters and, and that kind of thing. And, and Polycom acquired that company quite recently. I mean, literally within a number of weeks ago, I believe. And, you know, Plantronics have come in and swooped Polycom uh, for, you know, I think the, the amount is approximately $2 billion, you're right. The, the company that ultimately own you know, Polycom right now is Cirrus Capital. And Cirrus actually own two or three other uh, companies that you'll recognize. I think one is Mavenir, one is PGI, which is interesting because, you know, they. we believe that uh, Polycom were one of the bidders on Broadsoft deal. Uh, so I think they, you know, maybe readdress their strategy, possibly. Analysts are saying something similar. And yeah, they've taken over Polycom uh, or they're about to, which is really interesting because, you know, Polycom are the, I suppose, the top or most leading IP phone and conferencing provider in the world today. And Plantronics are, you know, a personal headset endpoint provider as well. So the synergies between the two companies are really strong. So it looks like a good deal for Plantronics. Puts them in a position debt again. Uh, you know, I think the you know, two billion price tag is, is, is pretty significant for Plantronics. So uh, we'll see how that pans out. One thing you mentioned there was the recent deal where Polycom acquired Obihai. Do you think that that was pre-planned? They must have already been in discussions with Plantronics. Was that in readiness to try and complete the portfolio before a potential sale? Or will that have been in naivety of a potential takeover by Plantronics? Well, it's an interesting one, that, because at the moment, it seems deals are being done faster than the technology is being developed. So if you think about the Cisco Broadsoft deal, that was that was happening late last year, uh, closed off in early in early 2018. So at that point, you know, I suppose Cirrus Capital knew that they weren't a player or they didn't have a seat at that table for Broadsoft. So did they, did they know? <laughs> it, it's an interesting one, but it, more than likely. But strategically, Obihai was a good buy for, for Polycom. 
That's what I was thinking. There must have been some prior inkling about the upcoming deal. But I mean, as you mentioned, there was the Cisco Broadsoft deal, which was ratified in February, uh, and there were lots of other deals going through. There was Avaya and Spoken, LogMeIn and Jive. There was the Starter Star merger, which I think was $500 million. So that just continues sort of an ongoing theme of collaboration and consolidation within the market, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, it, if we carry on like like this, I mean, it's going to be a relatively quiet market, isn't it? You know, very few players at the, at the top level. Yeah, I suspect we're going to see more deals this year. I imagine there are a number of acquisitions amongst, you know, the, the leading contact centre and UC players. Uh, well, that was one thing I was going to say. The speculation leads to who's next in the market. Yeah, who is next? I mean, uh, you know, there are rumours that there are a number of uh, vendors out there at the moment are either for sale, about to float publicly, or are looking to buy. You know, and and right now there are a number of vendors that you would probably say that their portfolios aren't complete, especially in the cloud world. We've got some legacy or traditional players don't have strong cloud propositions, and so they're looking to buy th- those platforms in. And equally, I think you've got cloud players looking to diversify maybe in a, in a hybrid world. So, you know, potentially looking to buy customer base or, or technologies uh, in, in the older world. So more mergers and acquisitions potentially to come. And obviously at UC Today, we'll keep in touch with all the potential news and stories that could arrive over the next couple of months. The other big thing looming over the UK, apart from Brexit, which everyone goes on about, is the upcoming implementation of GDPR legislation, which comes into force on the 25th of May, which is my birthday. The countdown is officially on. The date is nearing. From your experience with your tentacles out through the UCNC world and business in general, do you think organisations and businesses are prepared for this? Uh, that's, that's that's a really good question. Are, are, are they prepared? I don't think so. People are still talking about it. Uh, vendors are still trying to get their products and and their businesses ready for GDPR, so they can then pass that through to their channel and and their customers. So no, I don't think uh, the UC landscape are prepared for GDPR. There are a few vendors though that are doing some good things that have put uh, GDPR compliance uh, in, you know, already into their product sets. Uh, which is really good. Uh, notably, Avaya have done that. Nice have done that. A few other smaller kind of contact centre call analytic players um, are making some sounds that they they're going to bake GDPR compliance into their products. But I think with the, the as, as you know, one of our hottest uh, pages on our website right now is the GDPR call recording page, and I think that's um, that obviously shows us that people are searching online for advice. They want to know whether their products or that you know their technologies that they're using in their organizations are gdpr compliant so no i think we're going to see a lot more activity hopefully more formal statements from vendors but right now no i, I think the certainly from a, a, a vendor perspective uh, the products and the companies aren't quite ready for gdpr in my opinion i've i've i seem to ask vendors quite frequently you know what have you done what are you doing about gdpr and sometimes I get, you know, what is GDPR? Sometimes I get <laughs> no comment. Sometimes I get, or, and very rarely I get, we're all prepared, we've, we're set. Yeah, I completely agree. That's the, the general theme that I've got is 
that people are slightly undercooked for this. I've been genuinely shocked when I've spoken to some people about the level of readiness uh, that business seems to have. Uh, as you said, we've got the GDPR call recording article on the website, but there's loads of other GDPR related content. And obviously we will have a focus on this as the deadline date nearers and, and the countdown continues. So keep an eye on the website for more GDPR related content. Also, I know coming up over the next couple of months, we have quite a few events. And earlier on this month, you attended the Cloud Com Summit held by Cavell Group in London. So how did you find that? Yeah, so the Cloud Communications Summit organised by Cavell Group, the analysts slash consultants, you know, held a UK London based event, which was fantastic for service providers to come together. So organisations, uh, large and small, came together for a, a really good event in London that week and it seems that you know they share a lot of the same opinions that we do there is so much going on right now in the industry that you know these events are really important and in fact uh, Cavell and the Cloud Communications Alliance are organizing a follow-up event in the USA in Washington in June I believe and you know that's that's set to kind of inform and educate and help the, the service provider network the US. So it's an interesting market at the moment and certainly Cavell Group have got their fingers on the pulse there with um, you know what's happening and I think that you know some of the things that they were talking about in their sessions was invaluable for for service providers operating in the kind of cloud communications you know unified communication space. That's interesting because for the event coming up in Washington I don't seem to have booked any plane tickets or hotel accommodation yet so I just wanted to check if we would be attending that as you see today. Uh, yes uh, it's my turn Patrick to, um, to to hold the fort you know up in Washington yeah so it's, it's my turn I'll be attending the Washington event and covering that so to our listeners, if there is anyone heading out towards Washington for that event, I'd love to meet up with them and, you know, talk about the uh, most recent uh, news. Well, no doubt I'll speak to you while you're out there to get an update on the general themes for the event. And I suppose it's only fair that you should attend. As last month, I was lucky enough to, or well, earlier this month, it seems like so long ago now, I was lucky enough to go to Florida to attend Enterprise Connect 2018, uh, of which the general theme seemed to be that collaboration, technology and applications was potentially taking a lead over unified communications. Yeah, I think we're, you know, there, there's a, a debate. Is, is UC still uh, valid? Is, is UC and C actually now more prevalent than it, it was when it was first coined? I think unified communications is, is now a, just another version. It's, it's, it's emerging as a, a much uh, more collaborative platform, as you say. And maybe we'll be looking into the future as collaboration as a service being more of the uh, the phrase being talked about but um, yeah collaboration is at the heart of UC right now and I think with Microsoft Teams, Cisco Spark and a lot of the other leading vendors in the collaboration space are, are, are doing some really really interesting things and as you say UC sorry Enterprise Connect in, in the US is a you know I think now I would say is, is probably the number one US event for, for collaboration. Yeah, that was a really interesting event. I must say, I really enjoyed it. And next month, we have probably not the UK equivalent, but uh, UC Expo in London, which I believe we are both attending as part of a dream team collaboration unit from UC today. Yeah, well, we, we are a media partner at UC Expo this year again. And, you know, I went to UC Expo last year for the first time. And, 
you know, it is the kind of Enterprise Connect equivalent in the UK. So the event is is targeting people using the technology. So customers, you know, small businesses, up to enterprises, you know, visit the event to to get up to speed with all the latest UC and collaboration technologies. So you'll have all your your big brands there and lots of good sessions and speakers. Uh, but it is, you know, in comparison, a smaller event to Enterprise Connect, of course, because we're a much smaller island. But uh, you know, we will be there. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. You know, it's your first time, Patrick, is it not? Yes, it is indeed. And I was going to ask you what I had in store, but you've given me a pretty good flavour of that. So really looking forward to that next month. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really good event. And anyone listening, I'd certainly encourage to, to, to find their way to the event and, you know, look us up because this year we've got a, a small stand. So we'll be able to do some maybe some live podcasts uh, and that kind of thing while we're there. Yes, absolutely. We'll get some live podcasts recorded there and there'll be absolutely loads of content, no doubt. So all of the listeners and subscribers to the website can keep up with all the latest news from UC Expo next month on the website. There is also an event section on our website. So if you go to uctoday.com and you search for event, it, we have a full list of all the events relating to unified comms and collaboration that you could look to attend. Uh, so go to the website there if you're interested in any of those. I think that probably covers off most of the events that we've been attending, but there are a couple of other things we need to promote. Firstly, my vastly successful Microsoft Teams monthly podcast that we record with Tom Arbuthnot from Modality Systems, where we provide all the latest updates on Microsoft Teams. You can find it if you go to the Apple podcast section and search for Microsoft Teams. I think we're number two on the list, the Out Loud Microsoft Teams podcast. So, I, Rob, I know you're a fan uh, and I'm keen to promote that as much as possible for the listeners to this episode. Yeah, the, the Microsoft Teams podcast is proving really successful. It's uh, it's really interesting at the moment, and as you know, you know we we use Microsoft Teams in house uh, as being the most neutral platform we can use as a, a UC publisher. But um, yeah, there, there's so much going on with Microsoft Teams, and so many questions to be answered. Our our articles and our podcast are is is intended to 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 answer those questions that are on the uh, on the minds of IT professionals and and UC professionals out there right now. And we have some more plans. I don't want to reveal too much, but next month we may or may not be releasing a brand new podcast channel specifically dedicated to one very large collaboration platform, which may or may not be Cisco Spark. So that's one to look out for. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, on the heels of, you know, the Microsoft Teams podcast and success, you know, Cisco Spark was the next natural platform for us to cover. So I'm really looking forward to getting up to speed because there's lots of changes at Cisco, especially with the Broadsoft acquisition. Really keen to share with our listeners as much as possible. And also the other thing that we've got being released imminently is the brand new UC Today market guide. So Rob, if you could talk us through the market guide, what that is and what the purpose of the guide is. Yeah, so interestingly, our, our, our market guide is a free to download uh, digital document. It's in PDF format and it's coming out in April. And essentially, our market guide is showcasing all the leading vendors in the UC world. So we've categorized the market guide into three categories, unified communications and collaboration, contact center and IP endpoints and accessories. And so you know, it's intended to be a directory, but it's also full of good quality articles updating 
everyone from end users through to service providers to vendors, channel partners, about what's happening in, in UC this year or essentially UC today. Yeah, absolutely. So it provides a great market overview for IT professionals and, and general IT and communications end users uh, about the market, the different vendors and suppliers, what they're offering and, and what different categories. So that no doubt will prove uh, very popular. So Rob, I realise we've run over time already, but it's been such a busy couple of months and no doubt the next couple of months will be just as busy going forward. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's interesting times and uh, let's, let's keep this going. Brilliant. Well, thanks for coming on the pod, Rob. Appreciate it. Thanks. I do wonder if the next few months will be so interesting. Rob and I will be back again next month to review the latest news from the world of UCNC. Don't forget to check out the website at uctoday.com and there's loads more interesting content. And if you have any questions for Rob or myself, if you have any questions for me, do get in touch uh, via LinkedIn or Twitter at UC Today News. But thanks as usual for listening.